1: BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See betmgm.com for terms. Twenty-one plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call one eight hundred Gambler. Promotional offer not available in Washington D.C.
2: It's the list in your boy at fightful.com. With Jimmy Van and Sean Ross Sapp, they're on fire! Boom shakalaka! 200
0: strong! What's up you guys? Sean Ross Sapp, it's listening your boy. And it is June 8th, 2022 here on Fightful Wrestling. We got tons of stuff to tell you about. We had a nice MJF report on Fightful Select today. Had a, We got reports on Fightful Select every day. What, what am I talking about? But we got Jimmy Van, who's in for a big surprise. He's going to find out who else's payroll I'm on today after much speculation. After much speculation? Yeah, everybody says I'm on the company's payroll, right? By the way, guys, let's get rid of the formalities. Leave a thumbs up, subscribe, I greatly appreciate it. Um, but also, donate a Super Chat or a Humper Chat. If you say, what the heck is a Humper Chat? Well, go to HumperChats.com. If you don't even watch this show live, that's beneficial for you. Because uh, you can leave them before we go on the air. But everybody keeps saying that I'm on WWE or AEW's payroll. M- definitely AEW's. I-, I hear that a lot, right? And they're not far off. Jimmy, this came in the mail today. I am on the a payroll. Five awesome. bear bucks, Jimmy.
3: I saw they followed you on Twitter. And I yeah. know that inside, you fucking loved it, Sean. I know you did.
0: Well, Jimmy, I don't know what makes you think that I would <laughs> love something like that. There's nothing that they could possibly give me that would sway my coverage or or anything like that. Do they still make the A&W Root Bear? Uh, you know what? I don't know. I don't think so. I've, I've never heard <laughs> of that. I, I think you would mean Rudy <laughs> the Great Root Bear. But I'm not sure if they do or not, Jimmy. So when my daughter
3: was young, like two or three years old, the old commercial would come on. <laughs> the old commercial would come on. I really hope they're paying something. And I hope that a dollar or that's going to see me because it's probably not. But I hope they're paying us something. When When my <sighs> daughter was a kid, every now and then they would play retro commercials. And you remember the song? No. The song was da-da-da-da. that was like the background music right so my daughter is like a two-year-old she started to love that song i had to get what do they call that bear rudy
0: uh it's it's rudy the great root bear
3: okay so i used to call it the a.w root bear because i didn't know what it was called what it is i had to get one off ebay because she saw it in the commercials and you couldn't go to toys r us and get that stuff so i had to go on ebay to get one and this is no joke sean at night, if she sometimes was crying, you know, as a, as, a, as a one, two-year-old baby, I would hold her in my arms in her room, and I would hum the root bear, the AW root bear song, <laughs> and that would get her to calm down. So that used to be, well, to Jimmy. to this day, to this day, she's got the bear in her room. She's going to be eight. She's got the bear in her room. And I'd be like, do you remember the song? And if I hum a few
0: bars, she knows it. Well, Jimmy, you said that you hope that they're paying us something. This is a... Huge sponsorship, but you're not alone, my friend. Oh, look, look what you got coming your way, buddy. US dollars. That let me tell you, you could in Canada, you might be able to eat for a year on this. Six and a quarter. That'll be six and a quarter. Man, not bad. um,
3: Do you know my background today, Sean? Yeah, I do. If you are a longtime uh viewer of this podcast, you know damn well what this is from. So before Sean became legit. I used to do you know silly shit on this podcast, and I got cardboard cutouts made of Virgil. You can't, because we never do
0: that now. Well, we never do that now. I'm wearing a scarf that says Cheese Curds. on it.
3: All right, all right. Well, I, I I calmed down on the silly shit after Sean became legitimate, but I I actually had to get those made. You can't go to WWE shop and get a Stephanie Hart life size cardboard cutout. So I got those made. just keep them in the background. We just moved the studio to a new floor, which is why I have a, a different background, different yeah. setup. So we found those, and I was like, I'm going to make room for them somewhere just for our old-school viewers. So there they are, Virgil and Stephanie. <sighs> I had a I had a James Ellsworth, too, and I told Sean, we left that one out for the trash in the dumpster. Yeah. But what I that took the bit, other two.
0: That bit's long gone. It is. Ian, Ian Hunter says— At the says, time, though, you lost your shit at the
3: time. You remember?
0: Yeah. Ian says, is it Danhausen you're in at a So I live— like maybe four minutes from an A and W, and every time I drive by it, I think of him saying A and W. And I told him, and he's like, "Good, you should." But that one's actually closed; it's short staffed, so I don't. I have to drive across town. I actually got their root beer, like their that they make there for the first time, and I was my mind was blown, and I tweeted oh, about it. That much so better. That's what, that, oh yeah, and that's what led to it. Van Twinblade said SRS to A and W. He's gonna work with Danhausen. I hope so. Get us in some ads, please. I would love to get an honest to god sponsorship from AEW. You know,
3: sometimes I watch. Do you remember when uh, Danhausen was on RJ City's thing? Yes, for AEW, and they released little trailers, right? Little like uh-huh. one minute teasers. Mm-hmm. I still smile when I watch the Danhausen one because he was the one that looked at the slide and he goes, "Hey you."
0: Yeah, that's and what I, I
3: thought too. Yeah. <laughs> I, I still too. I still laugh from that from that teaser. Oh
0: so. man. He's gonna be up here in Lexington at Figure Fest in September. So I'm excited to that for that. Hmm. Even if I can't film with him because I don't know AEW's rules, he's gotta do a vlog at Jesus Golf Jimmy. Like he's gotta do it. He's gotta do it. But yeah. I, I, I don't know if we've got anything else to talk about this week besides the, the A A and W.
3: There is nothing new in pro wrestling happening whatsoever.
0: No, especially Um, since you've been here, Jimmy. You've been off the last two weeks. You picked a good two weeks to be off because nothing has went down.
3: Nothing has happened whatsoever. No. Well, let me start first by talking about my passion project, uh, knowyournews.com, about stupid and weird news. This week on the Know Your News Tonight podcast that I do on Tuesdays, John Elba was my guest. And one of the things that I love about doing Know Your News, Sean, I'm utilizing the Fightful Network because, like, why wouldn't I? Yes. I've, I've never had a chance to really talk to a lot of these people before. Like, I had never really talked to John, and I had never really talked to Denise. And now I've had the opportunity to have them on the podcast, and it's cool. It's cool that, that we got to do this. So, John Noble was the guest this week, and Kate and Alex get the flick out of here. Uh, this week, coming up on Thursday, they did it about Unsolved Mysteries. So, check nice. that out, knowyournews.com and fightfulmag.com, the Q2 edition. Uh, you can still get uh, fightfulmag.com.
0: Uh, and how go. about this, guys? Uh, we're going to start adding some of the features from past issues of Fightful Magazine to Fightful Select. Still working on the tiers and all that stuff, but come on, there, there, there ain't nothing better in the world you can spend your five bucks on. That much, I assure you. There is nothing more important in this economy than wrestling news. So uh, there you go.
3: I thought for sure when you said that you were going to hold up the a coupon.
0: I mean, just $5. They were willing to just give me this, so... What does that say about five bucks? It means you should go subscribe to Fightful Select. We'll be live right after this for List Goes On.
3: Well, let's start by talking about Cody Rhodes. And and I got to tell you, as a performer, I was never a fan of Cody Rhodes. The guy respected Cody Rhodes and what he did when he left WWE and made a name for himself on the independent circuit. And the first all-in show where him and the Bucks put in their own money to do the first show got ten thousand people in chicago really was the reason that aw started that was the inspiration i respect cody Rhodes, but i wasn't a fan of his as a performer hell in a cell has he made an impression on me with hell in a cell i think he made an impression on a lot of people that performance for me is one of the all-time great performances uh in pro wrestling i think it's one for the ages it's one that we're going to remember and uh, I have the utmost respect for him as a performer. I don't know what a torn pec feels like. Have you ever had a torn pec, Sean?
0: I've not had a torn pec. I've had a lot more, a lot of injuries. That's not one of them.
3: Could not have been fun. Couldn't have been yeah. fun. And, and he did stuff using the arm. You know what I mean? Because I, Rollins is a pro. So I thought, okay, they're going to work around it, and he's going to do a one-arm match, essentially. But no, he used the, the, the other arm a lot. and yes, he uh, did. Couldn't the have next, good. The
0: next night, even, he did it.
3: Yes, yes. So I, I have a, a whole new respect for Cody Rhodes as a performer after Hell in a Cell. It really reminded me of Taboo Tuesday. Uh, I think way back in 2004 when... Sean uh, Michaels. Yes, when he, he went in with one leg. And you remember the story behind that, right? They thought Rey Mysterio was going to get picked. Yep. And so Sean was like, well, I'll still do the fan voting because they're going to go for Ray, And then they picked Sean and yeah. he went out on one leg. And wrestle Triple H, and I've always remembered what a courageous performance that was. And Cody matched it uh, at Hell in a Cell, one for the ages. Like I, I, I think everybody's going to remember it. And just like Nia Jax when she punched Becky Lynch, and that inadvertently kind of made Becky Lynch, I think the torn Peck is going to make him. And when he does return, and I'll ask you in a minute the list you've heard you're hearing on it, when he does return, he's a made man. He's going to be a bigger star than when he left. So uh hell of a performance, nothing but respect for an him.
0: incredible performance. It added to the story. We've, we've already been through the finger wagging about, about how that this, like this looks for other people. And Dave, I'm not trying to pick on you, but he said, Cody set a bad precedent. Vince is going to be able to tell injured talent that doesn't want to wrestle. Cody did it. Uh, Kurt angle has done this before. Shawn Michaels has done this before. John Cena has done it before. Like there have been a whole lot of talent that went out there and did, did that type of thing before and no no first off no it doesn't set a precedent because if he does that that's a lawsuit coming his way that's a big lawsuit coming his way cody rhodes wanted to do this and i want to clarify something despite WWE saying he's having surgery today he's having surgery tomorrow as we reported he's in birmingham today uh they got some stuff um like that they're they're doing i think he's he's filming some stuff as well because obviously they're going to document this process but uh, I, I had first heard like somebody say, did you hear Saturday morning? But they didn't say, did you hear this? They just alluded to me. You're going to find something out before the pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. I didn't know it was this. This mm-hmm. was, and, and people close to Cody were very surprised that it even got out because they were actually like part of the hope and expectation, I believe, was that he would take that jacket off and it would kind of reveal the injury and nobody would know it. And that way it wouldn't affect a lot of things, but um, he's having surgery Thursday. Whoo, boy. <clears throat> this is
3: what are they saying? Five months, Sean?
0: I, I don't know what they're saying. Um, So look back at, at some of them from the past. I'll pull up the exact document. I don't like, there has always been rumors that the, the John Cena one doesn't, wasn't nearly as bad as what they claimed, which smart because they didn't really work a lot of injuries before then. Yeah but let me just let me just follow up and make sure that I've got these these down. So, Triple H had a similar injury and he missed 5 months. Elias missed 5 months and said his chest would never be the same. Mm. Hiromu Takahashi missed 6 months. <clears throat> so, okay, man. I mean, you know what,
3: even if he's let's say that he's ready to go end of November, let's say. You got to hold him to the Rumble. Like, you got to hold him to the Rumble, make him a surprise entrant, have him win the Rumble, have him go to WrestleMania. I know there's, you know, a a hope that it's going to be Roman and the Rock at WrestleMania. And if that's the direction they go, I understand. If they don't, I'd keep the belts on Roman and Cody uh, beats Roman at WrestleMania. If they do Roman Rock, I saw that you posted something about uh, Rollins wins money in the bank. Rollins, you know, gets the WWE title and Cody beats him at Mania. That's a good backup plan if Rock is coming in but I yeah. think you hold Cody to the rumble. He imagine the paw for him when his music hit Sean, because he's really, I think going
0: to be a made man after all of this. So I think the way that they can do that, if they want to run back Rollins and Cody, if they want to do that, because that's the way WWE does things, the rock can cost Roman Reigns, the title when Seth is cashing in money in the bank. And as I've said before, the rock and Roman doesn't need a title. It's never needed a title head of the head of the table. Tribal chief of that family is as important as any title. Rollins, Cody does at this point because, okay, there's reason for Cody to want to beat him. Sure. But I mean, specifically that title is the thing that Cody Rhodes came back here for. That was what he did. And I think that that's, that's a, a natural common sense thing. Cody's got to win the rumble. It's him. It's, it's, and I know people are saying no more, Seth, Cody, WDB will do it seven times if they want to, that's what they'll, that's what they do. So I'm just making the best out of their booking. But yeah, this is uh, unfortunate. I mean, the injury bug hit hard. I'm going to have another update on Adam Cole tomorrow on FightfulSelect.com. We had the unfortunate news that Brian Danielson got hurt, Jimmy. Uh, we got the unfortunate news that that Adam Cole, as I mentioned, but also CM Punk. It's it's just it's just wild.
3: Yep. Uh, I want to go to the injury stuff in a minute, but first I want to give props to Seth Rollins. Because number one, he put Cody over three times in a row on pay per view or premium live events. Very unselfish, what he did, and very professional. He helped establish Cody by doing that. Uh, you could tell that he was really trying his best to work around the injury at Hell in a Cell, too. And yeah. the Dusty Rhodes gear, I, I loved it. I just, I have so much respect for Seth Rollins for the pro that he is and the unselfishness and I think a lot of wrestlers could learn from him. So, uh, so big props to him too. And it's unfortunate what happened to Cody, but again, he's going to, he's going to, he's a bigger star. Like his performance at hell in a cell, he's a bigger star than he was going in. And so that's kind of the, I guess one positive, you know, thing that, that occurred as a result of that injury, but having to miss the next six months obviously sucks, but uh, they,
0: they made chicken salad out of chicken shit right here. Like, this is part of the reason why it's so frustrating when WWE gets lazy, because this, is, this was a fantastic story. And um, d- obviously, you don't want this to happen, but they can tell a really great story whenever they want. When Jay Uso and Roman Reigns started to wrestle, Jay Uso in the main event scene, that was a great story. And still, still waiting for that that peak to sort of come back, so to speak. A reminder, guys, leave a thumbs up. We are live tonight after AEW Dynamite. We've got a weekly Impact Wrestling show uh, every Thursday night now. Make sure you guys check that out. Even if you don't keep up with Impact, it's been a very good show lately. Also, yesterday I dropped an interview with Carrie Morton, the son of Ricky Morton, ahead of uh, NWA Always Ready. Jimmy, did I ever tell you about meeting Ricky Morton?
3: We, you mentioned something about it vaguely. Oh,
0: boy. So I go to WrestleCade and Winston Salem every year because they're great to me. They they give us interviews, they allow us to set up. They gave us a booth last year to do interviews at. I love the WrestleCade people. You need to go to WrestleCade one year, guys. And my wife and Jeremy and a couple others are there. And I see Ricky Morton walking right towards me. I've never spoken to Ricky Morton before in my life, and he's looking right at me. He's Jesus Christ in North Carolina. He might as well be, right? Like any of those 60 plus women he wants to point at and say, light here, <laughs> come on with me tonight. They're like, yes, Ricky. But anyway, he's looking at me and I'm like, what's going on? Did I, did I upset him? And he walks up to me and he goes, brother, I'm begging you to give me a fucking follow back on Twitter. <laughs> I'm like, Maybe? Tell me, me. Yeah. But <laughs> then I, what I do is I always introduce like Jeremy to these people too. Cause He's our lead writer. Like he, They need to know him. If, if there's a crazy-ass headline about them, probably him. And I said, hey, this is our lead writer, Jeremy. And he looked at Jeremy and shook his hand, and he goes, brother, nobody gives a fuck.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I can see that. I can see that.
0: And it was wonderful. It was great.
3: Did you see the picture of Kerry with Chick Donovan? No, I didn't. So Chick Donovan is, a, is an old-school wrestler. He's in his 70s. And he is as jacked now as he was 40 years ago.
0: That's incredible.
3: Like, he looks amazing for, for a guy his age. And Carrie Morton wrestled him. And so yeah. he posted a picture on Twitter of the two of them together. And uh, I had heard the name Chick Donovan. I didn't, you know, I wasn't too familiar with his work. But look up that picture because he looks like a cartoon character. Yeah. Like a guy in his 70s jacked like that. So So good for him. I thought that was pretty awesome.
0: This is A&W Water, by the way. It's not anything else, I promise.
3: That's good. So uh, let's talk about Edge. Yeah. So when Judgment Day turned on him on Raw, I thought, like I think a lot of people thought, that WWE was pivoting because Cody got hurt and they needed to have another baby face at the top of the card. Like at the the live events last weekend, they had Drew McIntyre fill Cody's spot, even though they were Raw brand uh, events, some yeah. of them. They had him fill his spot because they needed to. So I thought, okay, you know, they're they're turning Edge back because they need that spot. Sean Rossap reported something on Select, on FIFA Select, about how there might have been another reason why uh, why the rest of Judgment Day turned on Edge. Sean well, Rossap, what is it that you've been hearing?
0: I want to clarify. Uh, okay, so here's the timeline of events. I think that works out better. Last week, I had heard from somebody, hey, I think Finn Balor's joining Judgment Day this Sunday at Hell in a Cell. Uh, I had heard, oh, that's a pitch, but we're not that sure that that's going to happen yet. So I had heard about it last week. Uh, I know that supernatural aspects of Judgment Day were pitched as well. I don't know how far back. I just know that that was pitched, so to speak. Um, So I I don't know about that. But then Monday, I started to hear things like, oh, there's going to be a big change. There's going to be a big change. And I'm like, okay, okay what what's going on here and then i kind of got that information that there's going to be a bit of a double turn but i couldn't get it confirmed confirmed i want to reiterate because a lot of places incorrectly aggregated my story and said oh well that's why edge wanted out i don't know if he wanted out i don't know about anything like that i just know it was pitched edge wasn't in favor of a supernatural aspect
3: hmm. i mean they had the floating uh, throne or they made it look like it was floating. Yeah, And then, you know, they, they did the wings so that when Edge walked to the ring, they made it look like he had wings because of the uh, the screen. But here's the thing that, that puzzles me. And I, I know that you haven't confirmed that that's why Edge, you know, didn't want to be in the group or if he didn't want to be in the group. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't heard
0: anything like I that. I understand
3: that. But here's the thing. Edge was around for 20 plus years and he was a top guy.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: So, yeah. And, and it's, it's funny because ever since The Undertaker reduced his schedule, Vincent Man has been horny for the supernatural <laughs> shit. So we had like, so they had Kane for years. Kane did it too. Uh, I won't talk about Kane's tweet today, but Kane, Kane did the supernatural stuff too. Then Bray Wyatt is 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 doing the shit like the 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 projection on the ring and all this crap. Then Alexa Bliss all of a sudden has got mystical powers out of nowhere. He's he's horny for the supernatural stuff. But Edge Edge was a top guy for years. Yes. So. I, I, you know, he, it, did, it, he
0: got some magic beans, Jimmy. I apparently he got apparently. some magic beans. They're I gonna have him. They're gonna have him. uh Like, <laughs> just just form these things. I, I've said this time and time again, Jimmy. I thought they had it right with Bray Wyatt at first. You can't do the uh, literal wizard anymore. Yes, but what you can do. Is do like horror movie final boss type of thing. Like, yes, you looked at Rowan Harper, Bray Wyatt, and then Braun Strowman, and you're like, okay, especially me living where I live in Kentucky, if I got lost in the woods, <laughs> I might run into them and I might die. And they know those woods better than me, so they might just pop up out of nowhere. That <laughs> works, deliverance works, and they're
3: going after you for the scoop, Sean. Like, damn, yes. this guy,
0: exactly but i mean that works being uh, all this other shit it doesn't work and it worked for bray wyatt and firefly funhouse that was the exception the yeah. exception it got
3: redundant though
0: yeah but then they they screwed it up they yeah. absolutely screwed it up it took them it took them a whole month and a half to to screw up the fiend yeah yeah and I nathan agree. Nathan DePaul said Bray channeled the same creepy, realistic vibe that True Detective Season 1 brought. Oh, I hated the last of True Detective Season 1, too. I thought it was phenomenal. And then I thought when it got to him whispering in the cave and all of that stuff, I didn't like that. Like, he's just a big, crazy son of a bitch. Let him be that. And and the other stuff supplements it. They so much want this to be a thing, and it's, yeah. just, it's just not a thing. It Have you seen
3: any work. of the boys yet this season? I haven't. So I'll try not to give anything away. So we just watched the first episode of this season. Whoever writes that show, they are some creative
0: fucking people. I got to say, I thought it was redundant the first couple of seasons. The The first couple of seasons was like, I'm going to blackmail you. Oh, no, I'm going to blackmail you. Oh, no, I've got pictures of your balls, so I'm going to blackmail you. That's what it was for two seasons.
3: You know, so you know, you know how, and I don't want to bore people too much to talk about this, but you know how they figured out, okay, there's like this this liquid and and they're injecting it and making people turn into superheroes, and there's a bunch of misfits because it, it didn't have the effect that they thought it would have. So the first episode, there's a guy who can make himself like the size of an ant. Yeah. And all he has to do is sneeze or cough, and he immediately goes back to normal size. So what he does to try to beat his his opponent is he turns into an ant. He tries to go up their pant leg and into their ass crack and then sneeze. <laughs> that's what uh, he tries to do to beat his think about the the effect of he does that right i
0: do like that i do like that i just saw
3: that and thought to myself whoever came up with that you're very creative you're a little bit fucked up but you're very yes. creative because it was just something something different
0: yeah there's
3: more to that scene that i'm not going to tell you till you watch it so you have to okay. tell i will be get.
0: watching that soon yeah i will be watching that soon i will
3: all right well we'll see what happens with edge but you know what okay so they they, they claim in storyline that he's hurt so maybe yeah. they're gonna have him off for a few weeks. When he comes back, assuming that now he's got Metalingus again and everything, I don't think the reaction is going to be as hot. Really? He was just part of a mediocre heel act, cutting promos that no one understood. And the only reason that he's no longer part of that mediocre heel act is because the rest of the group booted him out. Yeah. So I I don't
0: think that you're wrong there.
3: Yeah. like I I think people will hear the music and it's not going to be as hot. When they when they like he's gonna have to kind of redeem himself uh, from a character perspective.
0: I don't think that you're wrong there. Also, so at the end of the night, they ran. They played the music for the group, and it still had Edge's intro. And I I mentioned that, and people were like, "Oh, you expected them to change it already?" I'm like, "No, dumbass! It was a song for six years before that. Just play the regular song. They used to do it after matches all the time. Right? I people will defend anything." I'll defend Joel Wood, despite some of the wild stuff that he says. He says the thing I like most about the Cody and Seth story is that each of the three matches had a different build and story to it. I agree with that. Uh, I thought that this was one of the best trilogies WWE has done, and it was uh, very, very good. You know, they it's hate- not.
3: It's not. Sorry to cut you. Yeah, it, it's not often in this era that I want to rewatch a match. Yeah, because you usually now you see it once and you're kind of good for a while. I've gone back and watched, rewatched the Hell in a Cell match. Yeah. Uh, because Cody's performance was just phenomenal. So, you know, they left, they left a mark.
0: So, uh, yeah, we've got also, where is it? Joel Wood saying if Edge comes back with his old theme and long hair, that place is going to go nuts. He cut his hair for this, Jimmy. Yeah. Oh my God. He yeah. cut his hair for this. Yeah.
3: He's going to have to redeem himself. He can't just all of a sudden, you know, just just go back to being the old character and think everyone's going to love him again. Like he's going to have to, to yeah. do something redeeming. He's got a great sense of humor. Maybe they can somehow showcase that, Yeah, but he's going to have to do
0: something. Oh, man. What else you got, Jimmy?
3: So simple question about MJF. Did he and Tony Khan work the boys?
0: Uh, I don't think so. Um, I'm sure MJF has worked plenty of people. I don't think Tony Khan did. Uh, now, what Tony Khan has told people about MJF since last Monday, that I don't know. Mm-hmm. However, uh, I need to reiterate it was serious at the meet and greet to the point to where people in that company that i would say from a legal perspective you probably shouldn't work were concerned about his health like they there were a couple of people that almost had his door beaten down to make sure that it was that he was okay so there was some genuine concern there um i don't know i i spoke to mjf a little bit last week and you know everybody was like yeah Make sure you're not getting work there, shunny boy. Thanks. I I never considered that once (laughs) in my, in my career at all. Um, I was able to get some more information this week, although I haven't heard from him. I know that Hollywood is a thing that he's interested in. And that has, I guess that hasn't been a secret backstage. Like he's had some, some talks and meetings. He remained in LA for a couple days after dynamite, but did not travel with AEW. He was not at rampage. Uh, So yeah, man.
3: So we've heard uh, there was a report that there was some kind of an edict within Warner Brothers to pull his likeness from the website and from whatever. So correct me if from what you've heard. Correct me if I'm wrong. So like you said, you know, started out as a shoot. He wasn't happy with his, with with what he's getting paid. Not happy the other guys are getting paid more. He no showed a yeah. meet and greet, a paid meet and greet. People paid money to see him. But then when he showed up on Dynamite. Uh, and got a promo, that tells me it's a work because why are you giving a guy TV time, you know, unless it's all kind of planned out. But now when you hear this stuff about the supposed edict from Warner Brothers, is it now still a work or is there legitimate hard feelings with executives?
0: I think there have been some hard feelings just in general in in the past. Like, I think there have absolutely been some hard feelings in the past. I don't know about from executives, though. I Mm. have no idea.
3: Okay, but your feeling now is that him and Tony have kind of made amends, and and uh, they're just going to roll with this as a storyline.
0: That's that's my thought as of last Monday. I can't confirm that at anybody besides MJF or CM Punk or maybe an executive that claims that they know absolutely for sure. I think they're they're wrong, and and John Pollock said the edict is on the AEW side. I'm inclined to believe John Pollock. I, he does his, he does his research.
3: Right. Okay. I guess I'm curious. I'm curious where they think they're going to go with this because their fan base is a very smart inside fan base. Yeah. This isn't like when Brian Pillman did it in 96. Yes. So it's a very smart fan base. And so you got to navigate the waters the right way because otherwise you're going to, you know, they're going to turn on it pretty quickly. So, I'm curious where they're going to go with this, uh, but so far I like how it's played out because the squash to Wardlow is great for Wardlow. Wardlow is a guy like when when you look at who could be the breakout star in AEW like mainstream, the breakout star Wardlow, Jay Cargill for me. Yeah, those are the two people that could be the breakout stars in that company. Not CM Punk, not Brian Danielson, not Kenny Omega, not the Young Bucks. Wardlow and Jay Cargill. MJF yeah. now. So he put over Wardlow and, but now he's able to, he's got a reason to peel off of that, you know, yep. because now he can go in this direction. So, so far I like what they're doing, but I'm curious where they're going to go. I mean, what is Tony Khan going to be a heel character on television now? You know?
0: Yeah. So I, I hope not. Oh my yeah. God. I hope not yeah. uh, guys keep up to date with FightfulSelect.com. We're going to have, I mean, I, again, I want to say this. I stand by every piece of reporting that we have done on this on this uh, thing. And I'm telling you guys, there's going to be stuff that drops. I would say maybe even today that sort of uh, lends to that credibility as well. But uh, that's for that person to, to kind of drop uh, another reporter. And I were discussing some information. It's, it's very interesting. Tom Brady says, please tell me Gunther wins the IC title on Friday. And also NXT needs to give us Apollo versus Carmelo. Well, I'm just glad NXT's given us Apollo at this point. Like, they called him up with no plan, no gimmick, no anything. They put a shitty gimmick on him. He right. got brought back down, and I'm, I'm glad that he's on NXT because I think he can do really good things. And more importantly, he can help out the next generation. Gunther, I'm going to have some details on uh, Fightful Select this week. I don't know if Jeremy is here to be added to the show.
3: He's or- here because he wants, to, he wants to try to gloat about the Colorado Avalanche.
0: Hey, the, Jeremy.
2: I, hi. I'm not here to gloat at all. I'm not. I, because I get too emotional during the playoffs. I don't like when people talk trash. Jimmy, I'm here to say that was a great series. Edmonton, <laughs> very good team. Dry side playing with a, a bum ankle and everything he was able to do was was amazing. But I, I, of course, like the outcome. I'm not here to gloat. It was a great series, Jimmy.
3: Darnell Nurse, torn hip flexor. Evander Kane's a punk. The Oilers had four of their top six not in the lineup. Evander so, Kane's a punk. Yeah, you know what? I, I'm I'm not. I'm going to reserve judgment on that. The only thing I will say is I have I am not upset at all about it. And and I was kind of expecting Sean was going to bring you on this podcast.
0: I, didn't, not... I, did, I didn't do that. <laughs> okay, well, I don't I, I, think I think never have I been responsible oh, for him popping yes, up here. Yeah, okay, Sean, okay.
2: Sean did not message me and be like, hey, want to troll Jimmy? I, think I just think it <laughs> was alive and I, I wanted to say it was a good series. Yeah, yeah,
3: it was okay. I I was I was uh I was disappointed because their goaltender was just too erratic. Uh that's Four spirit. of their top six was kind of not healthy. You know, it, it. I'm not saying they would have beat Colorado if they were healthy, but they would have done better if they were healthy. So, so that was that was a bit frustrating. But when you go into a season rooting for a team that's been shit every year and disappointing every year, and now they make the top four, ecstatic. I'm ecstatic by by how they how they performed. I I, I had uh, I had dinner with buddies of mine a few days ago after game one and i said to them the Oilers could not score one more goal the rest of the series and i'd still be ecstatic you were and, you were
2: excited before the series started you're like they we're good we're, yeah. in the, we're in the conference finals yes
3: 100% 100% so so good for colorado they're probably going to win it all i mean they were supposed to win it all before the season started and sure. uh i don't but, see the yeah. rangers i don't see the rangers or the lightning beating them so uh so good for them man good for them
2: Will you expense my trip to Colorado so I can go to game two next week? I'll be hanging out with Will Washington. We'll do a live show. Are you uh, really going? Good. Yeah, I think I definitely am okay.
3: going. Sean, let's cut Jeremy and move on to the next topic. <laughs> Had to ask.
0: <laughs> anyway.
3: Enjoy, the, enjoy enjoy the game. Wait, wait, wait,
0: wait. <laughs> Bryce and says, Casino Battle Royal tonight Rex back on Joker. You're on the Tony Khan beat. Did he actually mention a Joker? <laughs>
2: Uh, I don't remember him saying anything about a Joker. I think people are assuming because it's Casino Battle Royal that there will be a Joker, but he didn't specifically say there will be a Joker. See, busted Open
3: Radio, I think he said that right. That's going to be Casino. Yeah, he and... said on
2: busted open, but he didn't mention Joker again because it's been like that. I, I can message Tony. We're we're friends now. You know, we're best yeah. friends again. Well, I'm all elite. That's,
0: that's why Jeremy gets paid the big bucks, and I mean that in comparison to other wrestling writers. So, <laughs> still pretty good. Joel Wood says. Uh, I heard a wild edge to AEW rumor because of what happened on Raw. I don't believe it, but I figure if there's one person I should ask, it's you. Um, he's, he's
3: referring to,
2: to Jeremy. Yeah, me. Because yes, 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 yeah. me and Edge have a contentious relationship because he's <laughs> a-, a little
0: bitch. <laughs> I'm going to tell you guys where that, that came from because it came from private conversations that I had with people because one person in WWE said, Hope you enjoy Edge and Christian versus the Hardys next year. <laughs> And I don't even know if they were joking. I just mentioned that to, to a couple other people, and then it spreads. So, there you Isn't go. his contract up the end of the year? That's the word, based on what um, Alex McCarthy reported. But well, can you I mean, trust I'm, any of those Brits? Yeah, can what you, does
2: he know? <laughs> no, what did I, I hear was say
0: that? Coming I mean, from the guy that can't even read a plane ticket. That's Someone's what they're going to be saying to me soon. Someone's going to get offended. <laughs> <laughs> do you have an educated guess what feud is next for Wardlow? Jeremy, do you? Uh,
2: my educated guess is that he wins the Casino Battle Royale tonight. He defeats John Moxley, and they strap up Wardlow
0: like they should. I think they should. I think they yes. should. That's what I think, too. Yes. Wardlow should get that. Wardlow should be in the title program. If I had my choice, listen, I love Moxley. That's awesome but Wardlow beat the fuck out of CM Punk. The only reason CM Punk won is because MJF was there. So that makes for a natural story. Like he beat, he squashed CM Punk, but he lost. So I agree. You go with the hot hand.
3: It's it's his time right now. You go with the hot hand.
0: Well, goodbye, Jeremy. It's nice (laughs) knowing you (laughs) guys. If you want to be like Jeremy and just pop up wherever you want, virtually, Check out NordVPN.com slash Fightful, the fastest VPN in the world. You get a great deal, an additional month free, and a 30-day money-back guarantee. What's that? What's that? It's Leo Rush. He's popped up a little bit everywhere. And you know what? Maybe he wants to watch all of his favorite shows, but they get geo-blocked. NordVPN.com slash Fightful helps prevent that. It's a big UFC pay-per-view this weekend. I'm going to be able to order it at a much more discounted rate. Thanks to NordVPN.com slash Fightful. And it's not just that. When I'm traveling, I like to make sure that I'm not susceptible to online trackers, hackers, annoying pop-up ads, or malware when I'm traveling on that unsecured Wi-Fi. NordVPN.com protects me as well. I love this service. It's the fastest VPN in the world, and it works on all your devices. I take a a two-in-one with me. Uh, so it works. My laptop, my desktop, my tablet. I got it on my phone. I got it on the router right across the room from me. Uh, my my little Oliver right there even loves it. It looks like that's your actual head, Jimmy.
3: That's kind of the point.
0: Yeah. So uh, NordVPN.com slash Fightful. They sponsor all of our major shows and interviews. So show them some love. NordVPN.com slash Fightful. We got, uh, i forgot
3: to mention this so uh when we were cleaning out the other floor because we moved off of the other floor that we were in i found a box of merch that i didn't know i had like there was stuff like there were there were like uh, bottle cozies in there bumper stickers were in there Yeah, and i found a fresh batch of the old sean ross sap mask right here and i posted on twitter what do I do with these? Fortunately, your friends in the UK had one idea. So I sent one over, I sent a few over to Luke Owens. Luke uh, Owen, with, Owen, I'm sorry. With my Russell God, Dirk. pal, I sent one over, I sent a few over to him. And so I'm looking forward to seeing what he comes up with. Cause I know he's got some ideas. I got, a, I got a bunch left. Maybe people in the live chat want to give me some ideas. What can I do with these? Because I got several left. So, uh, any ideas you got, live chat or YouTube comments? Let me know what you think I should do with the rest of my uh, my fightful select
0: merch. My God, I got the mixtape, my... Sean. The mixtape. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Dan Dan made us that. That was incredible. Like that was one of the coolest gifts that I've that I've seen. I'm gonna I leave that, that
3: there for a minute. People can see the track list. My there you God. go. The stuff you find, Sean. I got all kinds of stuff, man.
0: Yeah, man, that's that's super constructive. You being Let's, obsessed with my face. Uh, uh, we, we, got, we got super chats. It's worked
3: out. It's worked out.
0: Guys, uh, send in super chats, Humper chats. We would greatly appreciate it uh, if you would do that. Riley says, I can't wait for Wardlow versus Goto at Forbidden Door for the interim title. Listen, I know a lot of people are joking about Goto. I'm a Goto fan. I love him. Uh, the Shouting Kai is one of my favorite finishers ever. He's I not beating Tanahashi. No, he's not. It's going to be Tanahashi, but I'm a big Goto fan. Leave a thumbs up, guys, by the way. Also, I got an interview with Kylin King dropping this week. Uh, she is very transparent about why she's not in AEW anymore. It was a great talk. I've got to talk. I've got to do an in-person with her uh, because that's a good time. But uh, yeah, lots of good stuff coming your way NWA this weekend.
3: Yeah, Matt uh, Cardone is injured, but he's still going to be there. I think he's making all his bookings. So, yeah.
0: Did you see see the GCW picture?
3: Yeah. So I I posted on Twitter and I said, What the hell's in the jug?
0: Uh Well, I mean, he's, I I don't know what his name is. I think it's like Matt or like John or some shit like that. But his nickname is Piss Jug. Got it. Yeah. See, I didn't know that. But it's not
3: piss. I just asked what's in the jug. I didn't, I didn't speculate. Yes so yes all right let's 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 uh dig a little bit deeper into the injury so uh punk uh so apparently he broke his foot the word is on dynamite and the six-man tag with ftr is that true
0: um i think it was ahead of it there there's been some speculation it was before but i mean obviously if you saw his performance you understand that there there were some issues there okay and
3: have you heard anything about a timeline on him
0: no i mean i'm I had heard that the the general hope was by All Out, but I don't know that to be for sure at all.
3: And how do you feel about Tony Khan going the UFC route and doing an interim title?
0: I don't mind it at all. Not, not in the least. Uh, and I'll tell you why. WWE took both of their titles and put them on Roman Reigns. It's been two months since that happened. How many times has he defended it on TV? Right. None. So, right. we're looking at maybe SummerSlam. All right. I'd, I'd rather have the interim title there. If that's it, just because it's different, doesn't mean it's wrong. I'll tell you what I thought was wrong doing it when Cody was gone for like a week. That was weird to me. However, right. I don't think that doing it when somebody's going to be out three months or so is wrong. Like, I think that that makes a lot of sense for me. So, I'm okay with it. And there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of talking points there is it a real title is it a plastic title like you get that you're you're holding a fake title type of thing in UFC all the time so I love it I mean NWB has done this at times like with the double titles thing so I think it's I think it's pretty good I'm, I'm all right with it I didn't mind it at all
3: remember when GSP beat uh, Matt Hughes for the interim title? Yes, and then when they gave him the belt, he gave it to one of his handlers, and he said, uh, "This is a nice trophy." Yes, but 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 he basically said, "This ain't the title. I got to kick Matt Sarah's ass for the title. This thing is just a prop." That's basically how he treated it. I'd yeah. love for Wardlow to go into Forbidden Door, beat the shit out of Tanahashi, win the interim title, and then he doesn't want to wear it because <laughs> yeah. he's like, "I got to be Punk for the title." Yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be. I awesome. I think
0: that they would. I think that it should be something like, you know what? Um, I don't really want to wear this. If it's Wardlow, I, I don't really want to wear this. But you know what? They just gave me—they they gave me a job immediately after MJF and I split type of thing. Right. So he does it like as a, out of respect to AEW type of thing. But he's like, by all means, I'm coming after that title. I'm right. coming after that main title,
3: right? Now, back to injuries, Brian Danielson. Of course, when people hear that Brian Danielson's hurt, they're going to think concussion. So that's what have you what have you heard about Brian Danielson? That's what I've heard. Well, that's really bad. I mean, I haven't. That's it is.
0: I should specify, like, he can come out and say something completely different. Yeah. I don't know. That's what I had heard. Okay. I heard it was a pretty rough concussion. I don't have a timetable. Uh, he couldn't travel. He couldn't make his meet and greet. That's unfortunate. I mean, the meet yeah. and greet, people were very transparent with me. They're like, We were told that it was an injury and that he could not travel.
3: Okay. If it's a concussion, that's really bad for him. So hopefully hopefully he's okay. Adam Cole is just a wear and tear thing.
0: I'll have more on that on Fightful Select on Thursday. I'm, I'm, I got some people that are kind of checking in on that for me and I'm going to reach out to him as, as, uh, as they get information.
3: All right, and and then Cardona, um, you know, I, I guess he tore his bicep. I guess all I can say is props to the indie promoters because apparently he's he's keeping his schedule, uh, yeah. and he's just going to do appearances. And they did the thing with Chelsea in the wheelchair and all that. So, props to the promoters that he gets to keep his schedule and and continue earning a living. So that's good.
0: Yeah, I mean that's the thing. He's able to get heat and get attention, and it's almost like the Danhausen thing. Yeah, like except for Danhausen, legitimately never has to wrestle to just be like he just can just exist matt cardona is at the point where he can kind of do that as well right like not not obviously in a different type of thing but chelsea as well them is like an act it's just a heat seeking act helps and then whenever he can wrestle he can come back and pay off whatever it is that he sets up
3: right right
0: yeah um connor says you heard any word on the br app problems from last sunday they got back to some people but um they, they had really terrible customer service last week. They have got to do better than that. That was, that was an abysmal time. Now, I, I ordered the show a day ahead of time, so I didn't have any problems. That's what I'd advise you guys to do. Try to order a day ahead of time. But hopefully, they can just get on fight or, I don't know, traditional pay-per-view or something like that because this BR shit sucks.
3: Yeah, and I saw Tony on Busted Open said that they did uh, 155,000 buys. Yeah, I feel like they'd do more if the app worked. That's that's the point, yeah. They would have probably done even more. I mean, 155 is pretty solid, so they they beat last yep. year. Uh, they didn't do as well as the last pay-per-view, but that's still, that's a good number for them. But they would have probably done more if they didn't have the tech issues.
0: I mean, like, we're, if you we go back and look at TNA at its height, at its height they were doing, like, I think, 60 is what they peaked at right 60 is what they peaked at that is i mean i'm pretty sure when they ran sting and, and hogan out there they did like 38 39 something like that so i mean the fact that we're talking about i think they did 60 in 2006 2007 so we're looking at 15 years later with the world changing the way that it has and aew is doing like two and a half times as much. Mm -hmm. That's pretty solid. You got to be happy with that. Mm
3: -hmm, mm -hmm. Yep. Oh yeah. Let's move on to Stephanie McMahon. Uh, You know, she, she's standing right behind me here. Maybe she'll have some comment. So when I saw her statement on social media that she was taking a leave of absence, it came off to me like it was her decision. I mean, she, she basically said, you know, I'm going to spend time with family and then I'll be back kind of thing came off to me like it was her decision. There were some reports that she was pushed out. I saw one report that claimed that Vince kind of pushed her out because she was underperforming. You sort of debunked that on FIFA Select and said it was her decision. What's the latest that you're hearing on Stephanie? Because everybody immediately goes to, oh, it was Nick Khan, it was Nick Khan, it was Nick Khan. So, so what is it that you're hearing
0: about that? So a little bit of conflicting stuff. I did see the Business Insider report. They do have some access that I'm sure wrestling writers wouldn't necessarily have, but at the same time, they also don't have access to a lot of the things that we have. There's a lot of fact-checking methods that they they wouldn't normally employ. Like, for instance, they they brought up a person that Stephanie McMahon had hired as leaving the company. Well, that person was fired. That was uh, Claudine Lillian, and I was told that she was the, the head of global sales and partnerships, by the way. That was like a mark against Stephanie, so to speak. But I was told like, it wasn't something where Stephanie would have been like, well, you're out. I was told they had to do better on the sponsorship ends. Jimmy, you and I know this very well. It's nice to get a one show sponsor. That's great. That's awesome. Wonderful. It's a lot better to have a sponsor and know that they're going to be there for the rest of the year or two years or three years and know that you're going to have that steady income. You might provide them a discount. You might, might do any number of things to entice that both ways. Um, and we're told that that's something that they wanted to do. I confirmed this week that Stephanie McMahon was removed from production emails that she had been on the last few weeks. I was told that was more housekeeping. I think a lot of people sort of envision this as Vince bringing his daughter into his office and doing the, you're fired" thing. And that's just not what happened. Nick Khan changed a lot of things and most of the things for the better there. And again, uh, Allegiant on that weekend was seen as a mark against him. But I mean, for the most part, like he's pretty well regarded for his work there. Mm-hmm. I can tell you that before the announcement was even made, WWE PR was already like, Hey, just so you know, she was not pushed out. If that's, if that becomes the prevalent belief, just so you know, that ain't the truth. Now I have heard of at least one person in the Nick Khan regime that sort of told that to somebody else in the media that, oh yeah, she wasn't doing good. She wasn't doing good, but I wasn't told she was pushed out. I was just told that like, maybe she wasn't doing a great job. Um, that being said, I mean, she's a McMahon. So generally you can you can probably stay there in some capacity. I mean,
3: I mean, no disrespect when I say this, you know, because people are, will think that I'm taking a shot. I'm not Stephanie McMahon has never come off like a deal maker to me. So when yeah. I hear about oh, there might have been issues with their performance and they're not getting enough brand sponsorship deals, to me, Stephanie's not a deal maker. Stephanie, to me, is the person that they have do media because she's good at regurgitating stats and yeah. propaganda. Yeah. And 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 again, I I don't I mean no disrespect, that's just kind of how it is. She does the quarterly calls and all she does is sit there reading off statistics. And, you know, oh, rah, rah. That's what she does. Well,
0: Vince doesn't do any of that either anymore. Yeah, he does the yeah. opening stuff and then he doesn't do anything else.
3: Right, right. So when I heard about, you know, oh, they're not happy with her, perform- with her team's performance because they're not getting enough brand deals. I just think to myself, you got her in the wrong spot. Like if if if, if, yeah. if, if your intention was this is her job, she's in the wrong spot. She's really good at doing the media and she's really good at, Oh, we saw this engagement here and we
0: did this here and we did this here and bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. She'd be a fantastic spokeswoman just in general. Yes,
3: She's good at that stuff, but I don't see a deal maker in in Stephanie McMahon. Nick Khan's the deal maker. Stephanie's not a deal maker. It's like when Vince decided to put her on creative, she's not meant for creative.
0: Like the way that I, like if I hired a fightful chief brand officer, Honestly, I thought Brandy did a pretty good job in AEW because she was sort of like a spokesperson, a public figure. But then occasionally she would land something like the culture city thing. It was really, really good for them. That's how I envisioned somebody like that. Someone that you can trust in front of a microphone, mm-hmm. that they can that they can talk, they can they can talk about the the business and occasionally land a deal based on their aptitude to do that.
3: Sure. Yeah. And like just build relationships. And then, and then when you build a relationship then pass them off to the guy that's going to cut the deal kind of thing. But, uh, but yeah, I, I I feel like if that was your expectation of her, they, they just had her in the wrong spot because, uh, have her do the PR, have her regurgitate the bullshit. She's good at that. I wouldn't have her cutting any deals.
0: Well, hopefully nobody regurgitates when they see (laughs) your big nasty pubes, thanks to manscaped and the code fightful manscaped has all kinds of packages, for your package. They've got all kinds of bundles to help you save that money because let's be real, right now in this economy, you need to save money, especially on your pubes. But right now you can use that code FIGHTFUL, get 20% off your order plus free shipping. Trust me, you want to be aerodynamic this summer. Put that down, Jimmy. We're we're not promoting FIGHTFUL magazine, we're promoting Manscaped.com and the code FIGHTFUL. What are we doing here? Let's give these people their money's worth. And that's what Manscaped does. They got formulations, not just for your balls, Jimmy, but for all of you. Your hair, your body, your feet even, but also, yes, your balls. Manscaped.com and the code Fightful, one of our longest-running sponsors. We love them. They take care. They keep you smelling, looking, feeling fresh. Manscaped.com, code Fightful. Save 20% and get free shipping. I should leave this they here got for that, a while. Look they at got this. that lawnmower, Jimmy, that lawnmower 4.0. Hey, Sean, do
3: you remember the time that you mirrored my my studio and then your background with the green screen was a studio and then we looked like we were in the same spot? This is almost like that. It's like you're talking to yourself right now.
0: No, my hair's not been that long in uh, two years, two and a half years, Jimmy.
3: I could cut it, I suppose.
0: Could you give that thing a haircut right now in the air?
3: I could. You know what? How, hey, how about this? This is, by the way, this is, this one's from before you grew your hair. Yeah. That's how old this thing is. It's from before you grew. Oh, this works much better. Look at that, Sean. That's perfect right there. Awesome. Uh, All right, let's talk about John Cena. So, Who cares? Who cares about John Cena? (laughs) So June 27, he's coming back to Raw. Sure seems to me like they're setting up a program with Theory for SummerSlam. Are you hearing anything about that?
0: Yeah, I am. That's that's what I heard was the plan. But um, hope he wins. That's all I got to say. Hope he wins.
3: So I want to say this because you know how people on Twitter are. You know, they, they, they look for any reason to kind of jump on people. I'm all for establishing new talent and I'm all for pushing
0: new talent. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap
1: BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See betmgm.com for terms. 21 plus only, Virginia only. New customer offer, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. WWE has
3: to do it. Vincent Man hasn't done it. So they need to do it. I'm all for that. I don't see main event in theory. Like, and, 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 and right
0: now I don't either.
3: No. And I, and I'll do respect to him. I want the kid to make a living. You know, you talk a lot about it factor and Paul Heyman used to call it the intangible quality. I don't see it in him. I just don't. And, and I understand Vince likes him because they did all the big nets. I've, I've heard that Vince sees a young John Cena in him probably more physically than anything. I imagine. Yeah. But, uh, I just don't see the it factor in him. And I kind of wonder what's the payoff. So he beats, Cena and then what because I I hope he
0: doesn't beat Cena I hope he doesn't I hope Cena beats him so here's here's what I look at and if WWE's smart they do this Jimmy because they weren't smart last year listen I get it John Cena was back for the first time in a couple years and they wanted his first big match back to be Roman Reigns you had him at every one of those tapings and you didn't put his match on TV Mm -hmm. you didn't put it on Peacock you could have done oh tonight after Smackdown we're gonna air the John Cena match cool get some people to sign up even if it's one, it's more than what you're getting. Cut it with this. You gotta be there at the venue, shit, because it doesn't work. It's just not gonna work. Put him. They had him for about two and a half months, right? So if they have him for about two and a half months, assuming that that's how it was last year, like like how it was last year, at the end of June, and then you get him until like mid September. That's Money in the Bank. That's SummerSlam. That's Clash at the Castle. Do a few matches with him. Do some TV matches. For the love of God, say you better tune in to Raw next week. John Cena is gonna wrestle against who? Who gives a shit? Go mm-hmm. find Heath Slater or something. Attitude Adjustment, STF, get him in, get him out, whatever. They're there. Five Knuckle Shuffle, all that stuff. Put him on TV, man.
3: I agree with that, and and you know one thing again that AEW does a really good job of is taking the established names, putting them in with with new young guys. Uh, and they do it all the time, whether it be with Punk or Bryan or whoever. They're always doing it. Imagine Cena's out there with Chad Gable. Yeah. Imagine that. You know, imagine Cena's out there with Ricochet. Imagine he's out there with. Has he ever wrestled Shinsuke Nak- Nakamura? They've had a match. Is Cena, yeah.
0: Nakamura almost crippled him.
3: I don't remember. I don't remember. Yeah, but that
0: sleeper suplex. That's why he can't do it anymore.
3: But imagine, imagine Cena in there with guys that he's never worked. And fresh matches. And Cena beats Chad Gable. Who cares? It's John Cena. But you're still, you know, Gable can go. And and he could do some cool things with John Cena. I agree with you. And here's the other thing. Where do they make most of their money? We've talked about this. They make Maybe. most of their money off TV. Yep. So Just, do something for your broadcast partner. Their live events make almost nothing. They make almost nothing. So yep. TV is where your money is made. Do something for your television audience. I fully 100% agree with you. That's what they should do. Now, have you heard that Cena's committed to that much time, or are you just kind of No, sh- no that's just
0: my that's just my my theory based oh, on last year. That's cute. and that's what happened when Cena and Nakamura faced. Oh each
3: other. shit. See, I don't remember that anymore.
0: <laughs> I Not do. Why. That was a great era. Oh man, that was a great era.
3: But well, I agree with you. Maybe, they, maybe they absolutely wasn't, should.
0: I think that was um I can't remember if that was 2017 or 2018 or 2016. Oh, I just saw the GIF. Nasty nasty man what else you got anything else before we wrap up yeah i
3: have i have quite a bit left yet okay let's talk about Vera mahan so we've been talking to him yeah. for a while you had a lot of fun with denise on the raw show because he's still coming yeah yeah yeah. so yeah. i actually see potential in this
0: guy me too and, it,
3: and and it's funny because when they first announced that he was split from uh, mahal back in the day i you thought mean, that,
0: you, yeah okay uh, jinder mahal, jinder okay. mahal
3: yeah when, when they first announced that they had split Uh, I, I didn't really think too much of it. I thought either they're they're not going to really utilize him. He's going to be on main event, whatever his social media game is on point because he looks like a million bucks wearing the suits and everything. And his English is excellent. And what I also like is they actually let him cut a promo on raw this week where he wasn't screaming and yelling and snarling and, and all that. They let him talk in a normal tone. All of that for me is positive
0: and but here's oh, the problem they, yeah they they had him act like a normal human being right because he looks great on social media as yes. you mentioned
3: yes and so i look at it like okay so the guy looks like a million bucks uh on social media he's very well spoken and his english is excellent his story as we've talked about they made a damn movie about it so his story is on point played pro baseball and everything then on top of that WWE has been trying to monetize the Indian market forever, forever. And this is yeah. a guy with the with chance to do it. He's got a much better chance of doing it than Jinder Mahal did. But then what do they do? We have all these positives. He goes two segments with Dominic Mysterio.
0: Yep. He should be uh, slaughtering
3: Dominic Mysterio. He should be slaughtering him.
0: I'll tell you what, if first off, if I'm a wrestling fan, I look at him and I'm like, okay, so he held some dork in a move too long. That's fine. But why is Ray running in? Like right. his son signed to WWE. He can't get his ass beat. Like I, you don't see Rikishi running in every time Jay Uso gets his ass beat. It'd be funny if he did. It would be <laughs> kind of funny if he did. It would be. But I think there is potential in, in Veer. I think so uh, too. Yeah. We got some Humper Chats to wrap us up. Johnny says, which one of Roman's titles traces back to Buddy Rogers? Uh, the WWE title. Van Twinblade says, hey, Jeremy, St. Louis blessing for you. Fuck Stan Cronky. There you go. Alex Diaz says, SRS, is there anything on Bray Wyatt returning to WWE rumors? Are they rumbling with WWE about it or are they false? I've heard nothing. It's just him tweeting. It's just him tweeting. That's it. Churchy says, interim titles are great for AEW. Gives a sense of realism to the company and creates story for unification. Can you tell your Reds to stop shitting on my Diamondbacks? The Reds have played really great over the last month. Happy they're getting Jonathan India back. Happy Joey Votto's doing good. Graham Ashcraft rules. Sell the team regardless. Don't care. Sell the friggin' team. As far as the interim titles, I agree. In this case, I didn't agree with the Cody thing because that was a week, a week off. But we don't take weeks off here at Fightful. By God, we are right back here tonight. And we are right back over on FightfulSelect.com for the list goes on. Guys, thank you all so much. Until next time, we're out.